There are two pathways, a pathway that is wide, that leads to destruction and the kingdom of hell, and a pathway that is narrow, that leads to life and the kingdom of God. There is no middle pathway. And each of us have to choose daily, not just once or twice, but daily and multiple times a day, which path we are going to choose. You will be mocked. You will be belittled. You will be called names. Your motives and intentions will be questioned and found wanting. You will be told time after time that the narrow way of God is actually the wrong path, while those walking the broad highway of destruction are given a free pass to behave in ways that are tearing down their lives and the lives of those around them. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Joanna Church. Today's scripture and the parable that we're going to be looking at is taken from Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Jesus said, You can enter God's kingdom but only through the narrow gate. The highway that leads to the kingdom of hell and destruction is broad, and its gate is spacious and wide for the many who choose to go that way. But the gateway that leads you to the kingdom of heaven and to life is very narrow, and that roadway is a straight but compressed and difficult route, and it's only a few whoever find it. It only takes turning on the news, walking out your front door, scrolling through your social media, going into your workplace, even sitting in your church, to realize that every day people are making choices that are leading them towards destruction. They may be little choices of little white lies, gossip, manipulative behavior, or taking something that doesn't belong to them cursing each other, living in lust or greed or gluttony. Even as I am saying these words, you and I may be recognizing some of those little things in our own lives. Or you may be witnessing in these places major choices that lead to devastating destruction, drug and alcohol use, abuse, cheating, stealing, murdering, raping, from the littlest act of unkindness to the largest mass killing and genocide, the gateway and the road that leads to our destruction, both here on earth and into eternity, it's wide open. It's spacious. There's a lot of room to maneuver and scheme on that road. There doesn't even have to be pressure to force you onto this path because it's just so wide and far-reaching that even just not paying attention to where you are going in life will cause you to end up on that road. But living in a way that is pure-hearted, that is intentional, 
that is loving towards God, towards others, that doesn't live in constant outrage and offense, that is honoring of others, that is sacrificial, that is honest and trustworthy, that doesn't engage in gossip or slander, but that rejoices in truth and justice, that blesses and prays for our enemies and those who wrong us instead of retaliating? This gate, that road, it's narrow. It's straight. It's compressed. It's difficult. If people try to tell you that living a life following the Lord is going to make your life easier, it's not true. (laughs) It's a hard road. It's a hard, straight, difficult, compressed, and narrow road. Because loving and praying for those who hurt us, it's hard. It puts pressure on our minds and emotions. Our flesh fights us against honoring people. It fights us against being truthful in all instances, even when we may have to admit we're wrong, we've done wrong. Our minds and the entire world system that has been built around us has been designed to encourage us to tell half-truths, to gossip, to manipulate, to get what we want, to pull down others so that we can get ahead, to cheat and to steal what we want out of both victimhood mentality as well as, on the other side, a sense of superiority. It's across the board. The world tells all of us, no matter our state of life, no matter where we fall on the spectrum of life, the world encourages us to do whatever it takes to get ahead. To choose the narrow path means to be the proverbial fish swimming against the stream, fighting the current of the world as you pursue a narrow path path that will lead you to a life lived in the kingdom of God, both here and in eternity. That's a hard swim. It's a hard path. There is more pressure against living a righteous and holy lifestyle in our modern world than there is pressure to not be bad. That's the state of the world we live in today. The freedom, encouragement, and opportunities to be unrighteous and unholy, it just keeps growing broader and broader, while those who want to walk a straight and narrow pathway of God, that is growing more compressed and more difficult. You will be mocked. You will be belittled. You will be called names. Your motives and intentions will be questioned and found wanting. You will be told time after time that the narrow way of God is actually the wrong path, while those walking the broad highway of destruction are given a free pass to behave in ways that are tearing down their lives and the lives of those around them. There are two significant keys in today's parable that we are going to dig into a little more deeply. The first is the word choose. He says, many choose to go that wide, destructive way. There are two pathways, a pathway that is wide, that leads to destruction and the kingdom of hell, and a pathway that is narrow, that leads to life and the kingdom of God. There is no middle pathway. 
And each of us have to choose daily, not just once or twice, but daily and multiple times a day, which path we are going to choose. And I can't make that choice for another person. I can't force another person to make that choice. It is a personal choice, ongoing, daily, multiple times a day. Contrary to popular belief, God doesn't send anyone down the path that leads to the kingdom of hell. And he doesn't force anyone to take the path that leads to the kingdom of heaven. He places the two paths in front of each of us every day and says, you choose this day whom you will serve. Will you choose life or will you choose death? Will you choose blessing or will you choose cursing? Will you choose darkness or will you choose light? Will you choose forgiveness or will you choose vengeance? Will you choose love or will you choose hate? Will you choose to follow God or will you choose to follow the evil one? As it says in Joshua chapter 24, So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped. But if you do refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. But as for me and as for my family, we will choose and serve the Lord. Or in Deuteronomy chapter 11, Look, today I am giving you the choice between blessing and curse. You will be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, but you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from him. So you see, one path leads to blessing and one path leads to curses. And it is your choice and my choice which path we are going to take every single day. God does not force you to make a choice. He just gives you the options. You choose today whom you will serve. Which leads us to the next key of this parable. Who is the gateway to the road that leads to life and blessing and the kingdom of God? And who is the thief who comes and tries to lead you away from the narrow path onto the road that leads to destruction, curses, and the kingdom of hell? Well, let's take a look at John chapter 10 to uncover this second key to the parable so that we can be wise in the choice of which road we want our lives to take. So Jesus said in John chapter 10, I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him, the stranger, because they don't recognize the stranger's voice. 
Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely, and they will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But my purpose is to give them a satisfying and abundant life. And who is this thief that Jesus is talking about in this? Well, in 1 Peter chapter 5, Peter says, Be of sober mind, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times, because that enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. Well, Jesus couldn't make it any more plain, could he? He is the gateway that leads you to the narrow path of life that leads to the kingdom of God. And while he makes it simple to enter through him, he says, simply believe in him, confess him as Lord of your life, and then walk in love towards God, towards yourself, and towards others. That's how simple it is to get through the gate of Jesus and onto the narrow path of life. But he goes on to say, that once you are on the pathway of life, it's a difficult and pressure-filled path. He says, be on alert because there is a thief, an actual spiritual entity who is prowling around like a hungry lion, who is trying to get you to come off of the pathway of life and onto the broad path of sin and hate and destruction. And he uses the media and the world and your friends and your enemies to help pull you off of the pathway of life onto his highway to hell. That pathway is one that the thief wants you on because he wants to steal from your life, destroy your life, and even kill your life. He wants you to walk in the cursing alongside of him, on his way to his destruction and his kingdom of hell. He wants as many people as he can to choose his pathway, and he will trick you and deceive you to get you there. But in contrast, we have Jesus, who has said he will not steal you. He won't trick you or force you into coming through his gateway and onto the road that leads to his life. He will just call to you like a shepherd calls to his sheep, calling you with words of love and life and blessing and abundance so that you may enter the kingdom of heaven here on earth and in eternity. Hebrews chapter 3 says, Today, if you are hearing his voice, don't harden your heart. Take care, brothers and sisters, that you don't have a wicked, unbelieving heart which refuses to trust and rely on the Lord, a heart that turns away from the living God. Instead, continually encourage one another every single day so that none of you will be deceived by the enemy and by sin and sin's cleverness, delusive glamour, 
and sophistication. For if we choose to believe in Jesus, the Anointed One, and follow Him, then we get to experience the kingdom of God and sharing in all that the Lord Jesus has for us. If only we hold firm our confidence and keep following Him until the end. So today, while there is still opportunity, if you hear your shepherd's voice, do not harden your heart. So as we have been saying these last couple of weeks, choose to have ears that hear, that listen, and understand. There is a shepherd and a savior who is calling to you today, and there is a thief, a trickster, a devouring lion, who is trying to deceive you and drag you to destruction with him. You have a choice, life or death, blessing or cursing, the wide path or the narrow path. There are two paths, but only one choice. So today, choose life, choose Jesus, and do as Joshua and as Joanna and all the saints before us have done. Say to yourself, to God, and to the world around you, as for me and my house, we will choose to follow and serve the Lord. I pray for everyone listening that today, right now, as you see the two paths that have been set before you, I pray that you have the courage to choose the harder path, the narrow path, the path that leads you out of the kingdom of darkness, destruction, and hell into the kingdom of light, life, and heaven. I pray over you today that you will hear the voice of your loving Savior and Shepherd calling to you and inviting you through His gateway into His eternal love. I pray over you that you would not harden your heart to His voice, but that you would let His love reach into your heart, soften it, and make it new and whole. And finally, I pray that as you go about your day, you would have eyes to see and the wisdom to recognize when the enemy is trying to trick you back onto the destructive path, and that you would not only avoid his traps, but that you would help others avoid his cursing and destruction, and that you would point them to the path of life, because you are the church in your world. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.